The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. Simone Biles is right in the middle of her national gymnastics tour across the United States. The four-time Olympic champion has been incredibly busy since Tokyo 2020, but she took some time out of her hectic schedule to talk about mental health, reflections on the Olympics, and give some advice on how to get started as a gymnast. And we also got to read some very sweet tweets from back when she first prioritized herself by pulling out of some of the Olympic events in Japan. Scott Bregman spoke to her and, as you'll hear, preparations for that night's show were, let's say they were well underway. Olympic Channel Podcast. All right, Simone, here we are. We're at the GOAT Tour. You're headlining it. What is that like just to, you know, have all these screaming fans like they're going to head out and come to you? Honestly, it feels surreal, especially having such big crowds come out for the first two shows. It was definitely unexpected, and I just didn't think that that many people would come out and support me. But knowing that, it's kind of overwhelming and it's exciting. How would you describe the show? The show? Ooh, I would say it has a lot of strength, courage. It's exhilarating. There are sad parts, but there are ups and downs in life. And I think that's what we're trying to portray in these shows, that we're human as well, not just athletes. And we have some similarities that you guys might not think about. But once you watch the show, um, the storytelling in the line is really good. You know, you, you said you've only been uh, on two stops so right. far, but you've done this before. So, like, what are you looking forward to most yeah. about, you know, traveling across the country? I would say it's bringing joy to the fans, and we're in such a hard and difficult time, and it's very odd. It's very abnormal, not something that we usually go through, but it's still pandemic. So, at least to bring joy to people for one night in each city um, is... It just is overwhelming and it's heartwarming. I know you've said this was like a long-term goal. When did you first maybe start thinking about having your own nationwide mm -hmm. tour? Yeah, my own tour, I probably decided as soon as I signed with my agent, um, I was 18 years old and she said, write down a list of dreams and goals you would want to accomplish in your lifetime. And I was like, okay. And one of them was have my own tour, not actually thinking, um, it would become anything because it was just a dream, but now we're here and it's, it's, um, it's unreal. This tour specifically was in process yeah. even before the Olympics were postponed. So right. tell me about how it sort of come together and what it's been two, two years, I guess, yes. putting it together. So it's been two years, but honestly, without that extra year, the storytelling wouldn't be as raw and real as it is now because we took some of those events that happened at the Olympics and um, kind of those sad down in the dump parts, but we made them into something so special because people go through these emotions every day if they have stress, anxiety, this, that, the other. So um, without that extra year, I don't think the show would be as good. For me, it was important to include the mental health aspect because I know a lot of people coming out to watch this show go through similar things and to know that I'm not just brushing it aside or hiding it under the rug, that I'm bringing that um, talking and viewpoint to the forefront and I'm recognizing it. And I think it's something that um, just shows that you have courage, you can come out on top and it's gonna be okay, but it's also okay to not be okay and you're not alone. Because speaking out on mental health, I knew that I could have the possibility of becoming an advocate for that, but it wasn't my goal, it's not what I really wanted. And so 
to kind of be put at the forefront. It's like, I'm still going through my own thing. So how am I supposed to teach people, hey, like you should do this or this, but everybody goes through that process differently. And there are different methods that work for each individual person. So I, I didn't really want to, but at least we're going through it together and I could teach them something in that. Tell me about your the support system and mm -hmm. how hard it was to be without them at Tokyo. Yeah. It was really hard to be without my support system in Tokyo, but just knowing that my mom and my dad would call almost every day, every hour, it was it was like they were there. Obviously not um, in person, but in spirit. So it gave me high hopes. Yeah. What was it like to be reunited with them once you got home? It was very touching. I feel like it was very emotional, but we were surrounded by so many people at the airport. It was kind of chaos. So we didn't really get that time to like breathe, really embrace that moment until we got home and we're having dinner. But it was really nice to know that they were right there when I came home. Uh, I think for, you know, women generally, and especially women of color, like putting yourself first is not something that's traditionally accepted or right. done a lot how did you feel that when you were in tokyo honestly i feel like i had the support of the world um because at times i felt like i had the pressure of the world and to have that support um and it kind of flipped in reverse it was nice you talked about you feel like you haven't really had the chance to think too much about tokyo yeah. which is obviously understandable but I'm wondering if, you know, you, you went in with so much pressure and yeah. I'm wondering if, if you started to think a little bit about, you know, anything that you, you would say to somebody else who's in that situation yeah. about like what they could do differently. I would say use your outlets. It's really important to use that support system and know they're there for you and not against you because at the end of the day, us as humans, we hate asking for help. We think we can do it on our own, but sometimes we just can't. So use every outlet given to you. I, I, I guess I haven't seen the show yet, but I've heard, you know, a lot of it's also about empowering women. And right. you're now in a conversation with Naomi Osaka and Serena Williams and all of these powerful, you know, figures in, in women's sports. Like what is, what's the thing you hope that young women take away from the tour? Yeah. I hope young women take away that it's okay to not be okay. You can speak up for what you believe on and you can do things alone. It's, it's okay to kind of be shot down sometimes. It's how you get up and pick yourself back up and that women are strong alone and they don't really need anybody else. But I just think it's really powerful and the strength that you see in this show and hopefully girls can walk away with that. Yeah. What does it mean to you to have those young women looking to you yeah. and, and not just for your gymnastics yeah. accomplishments now? Yeah, it means the world to me because I was once in their shoes. So to be a voice and to be um, a public figure and I could speak out whenever I wanted somebody to speak out for me whenever I was younger. It's just it's awesome. It's nice. And I mean, the kids are all so cute. So it's easy. Yeah. You've had a busy time since the Olympics. You were on vacation <laughs> and you were all over a couple weeks ago in New yeah. York. What can you just like take me through that and what some of the highlights have been? Goodness, I feel like since coming back from Tokyo, there's been highs, there's been lows. Definitely the highs as being like going to the Met, going to Cabo with my friends. Lows, which for me, like emotionally lows would be like speaking at the Senate. But I knew how empowering and how wonderful like me, Ali, Michaela and Maggie did. And then obviously another high is the tour. So yeah. that's really nice. You just mentioned the Met. I know you were there and the VMA is kind of back to back. Mm -hmm. Who was like a celebrity that you were just yeah. amazed to meet? 
Billie Eilish. I love her. I love her music. Um, I love how she's always stayed true and authentic to herself. And she's so young and she's accomplished so much. So that was amazing meeting her. Yeah. I know you've got two more months of this. (laughs) You know, I have to ask you what you're thinking about next. You know, this before. For Tokyo, I was pretty convinced you were going to make a run at Paris. What, what do you think? <laughs> right now, I'm trying to take it one step at a time. I really feel like I haven't fully got to process Tokyo yet. So once I fully understand and process that, I'm sure um, it'll lean me towards which direction I want to go towards. But right now, it's just tour. I mean, we still have 33 cities left, so it's a lot. You're not even going to give me like a ballpark of what not, chance for Paris? I just, I have no idea yet. It's like... In the back of my head, it's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. But then my body and everything else tells me no. So it's just like I have to gauge it. I'm not sure yet. What is the biggest thing you've learned uh, in terms of the importance of taking time off and taking a break for yourself? Mm -hmm. The importance I've learned from taking time off is mentally and physically. It kind of feeds your body and your mind and it relaxes you. It kind of puts you at ease, but it also takes all that pressure that we've been putting on ourselves or other people have placed on us. So I think it's really important to listen to that and just take time off. How can people, you know, get to an elite level in sport? What would you say to a young gymnast who wants to be the next Simone Biles? I would say dream big. And then after that, dream bigger, because I never thought in a million years I would be um, doing what I'm doing because I just wanted to do college gymnastics, get a college scholarship. And then once I kind of got to that point, I was like, okay, how far can I take it? And then I got to Worlds and I was like, okay, maybe the Olympics. And now it's like five worlds later to Olympics. It's like I've accomplished more than my wildest dreams. So dream big, then dream bigger after that. Did you do any things? Did you ever like kind of sit down and, and write out those goals or it was just yeah. sort of as you checked certain things off that you started to then think yeah. about the next one? So my mom, every year in the beginning, she would make us write down a short term and a long term goal list um, just so that we had a visual of what we were striving for. And that always helped keep ourselves accountable, but also know what we're striving for. Challenge time. Okay, so the next one I'm sure you've seen on like late night, they do reading mean tweets. Oh, we're I gonna love read, this. We're going to read sweet tweets. Oh, that's so, so cute. Are, I thought it was going to be mean tweets. No, I thought about it, but these are, I don't know, you may have seen a lot of them. I don't know how much you were okay. reading on Twitter in, right. in Tokyo, but these are like things that are nicely, nice yeah. tweet things that are said about you. So if you want to read them and then kind of react to them, right. I think six. This is from Hoda. Love her. Someone said it best. Simone Biles already won. She is a class act. Withdrew from team competition after vault, stayed and cheered on her teammates, got them chalk for their hands, encouraged, hugged, and she already won. Congrats on the silver medal, Team USA. I mean, that's so sweet. And Hoda is like, I felt like she was like a traveling mom. We got to have her there. She had the support and I just, Hoda's a class act. She won. She won the gold medal. Okay, Michelle Obama said, Am I good enough? Yes, I am. The mantra I practice daily. Simone Biles, we are proud of you and we are rooting for you. Congratulations on the silver medal, Team USA. What's not to love about Michelle? I absolutely love her. She's always been so supportive of me and Team USA. I just love her. Okay. Oh, here we have one from Kerry Washington. It takes the strength, power, and bravery of a champion to put your health first. Simone Biles, we love you. Thank you. And that's just so sweet of her. And I just feel like she's really powerful and brave and for what she's stood for, for so many of us is, um, it's amazing. Oh, here's one from Mama Biles. (laughs) 
<laughs> she is the cutest thing. Okay. And it says, Simone Biles, proud to call you my daughter. This morning, I saw the Simone that we know. Never giving up, a caring human being, advocating for her safety and health, and not afraid to say, it is okay to not be okay. A person who believes in her teammates, a person who trusts the process. And that's just wholeheartedly Mama Biles and being a mom. And I know she sees all the ups and downs. So it was nice to see her tweeting because... I meant she calls me and she talks to me, but she has to put her little support out there. So it's cute. And then this one's from Taylor. God, I love Taylor Swift. Who's not a Taylor stan, but I cried watching you. I feel so lucky to have gotten to watch you all these years, but this week was a lesson in emotional intelligence and resilience. We all learned from you. Thank you. And that was after she did a little, um, NBC tribute to me. And that was really special. And I mean, she's gone through all of that herself and she knows exactly what it's like to be in the public eye since you were so little. So I love her and she's just so cute. Okay. Thank you. That's quite a collection of, of people. What does it mean yeah. to have like that kind of support from folks? It means the world because it means people are paying attention and they also watch our sport and to be recognized um, by some of the greats. It's like, I've made it. I'm doing my job. Um, I'm advocating for the right things, and it's just nice. That's it, Simone. Yay. You're the best. You're still the best. Well, I knew thank it. thank you. Olympic, Olympic Channel, Channel Podcast. Massive thank you to Simone for joining us. I've put a link in the show notes to a few of the videos and articles that we've done with Simone. Uh, some of them have been about World Mental Health Day, which was on Sunday, just gone as we're recording this. Give us a follow on all socials. We are just Olympics. Scott is sbregman87 on Twitter. Well worth a follow. I'm Eddie Knowles with the 9 and E. And that is it for now. Stay safe, stronger together, and we'll see you very soon. Think like an Olympian. Olympian.